0: What's up you guys, welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host Constance Annan. This is another Cliff Notes the Constance Way and today's book is Black Privilege and the subtitle of the book is Opportunity Comes to Those Who Create It. Now this book was written by Charlamagne the God. If you don't know who Charlamagne the God is, he is a radio personality. He is one of the three hosts of The Breakfast Club. He works alongside Angela Yee and DJ Envy and in this book you get to see his journey from Charleston, South Carolina all the way to New York City. Okay, um, The book is written, it's definitely autobiography style. And like I said, you get to follow his journey and he breaks the book up into principles as opposed to chapters, right? And so we're gonna go over the different principles. And as always, I'm going to speak about how the lessons I gather from the book apply to my life, right? Um, I don't think you need to be in the entertainment industry to take away... Good gems from this book I think the things that I've read in this book Could apply to anybody And so without further ado Let's go ahead and get into it uh, Principle number one It's not the size of the pond But the hustle in the fish Alright Your geographical location Does not define your end destination In other words Your current situation Is not your final destination You need to be uh, Focusing on Your mental As opposed to Your fucking physical location And y'all I've talked to y'all about like my whole move from Virginia to LA. And the reason I made that move was because I felt like Virginia had nothing to offer for me. I felt like I needed to take myself from where I was to another place to be able to do what it is that I thought I needed to do. When in reality, because I was still stuck in a very ungrateful mindset, I was super unhappy with the shit that I was doing. I was, I was, I hadn't even really fully tapped into who I am. I wasn't able to really reap the benefits of the move. Right. So this chapter is not to say that you shouldn't move because you may have to make that move. And throughout the book, you see Charlemagne moving from place to place to get to where it is that he is now. Um, This is not me saying, you know, don't make that move. Nor did he say that. It's just understanding that. Your mental state, your mentality, your perception of things is what's really going to drive you home. It's what's really going to get you to that point. Right. Right. Don't settle. Don't allow where you are to put you in a negative mindset either. Uh, I don't know. I think one thing I will say about me is despite the fact that I was born in Virginia and even amongst the fact that I moved all the way across the country and moved back, I never thought that I wasn't destined for greatness. I have a lot of conversations with people and they'll tell me that they don't think that they can pursue not even pursue great things. They, they don't even think about dreaming big because they're from Alexandria, Virginia. There's no spotlight on Alexandria, Virginia. Nobody's going to notice the people in Alexandria, Virginia. Like I have ever since I was a kid, I have always refused to have that mindset. And that's really what principle one is talking about. Just understanding that you can get to where you want to go and where you are from isn't going to stop you from doing that. It's all about your mental state. If you're constantly telling yourself that you can't do X, Y, and Z because of where you're from, then by all means you're going to believe it. We always talk about affirmations. We always talk about there's power in the tongue. And if you are constantly telling yourself negative shit about where you are from, you're going to fucking believe that shit. And you're not going to Think anything beyond that, all right? So don't fixate too much about where you're from. Don't complain about too much. Don't complain too much about where you're from. Dream big. Go after those dreams. Make sure you're always speaking positivity over your life. Make sure you're always dreaming big, and good will come from that. All right, principle number two, PYP, pick your passion, your poison, or procrastination, all right? So passion leads to prosperity. Poison leads to pain. Procrastination leads to Nowhere. I'm um, in this chapter. Charlemagne the God talks about following your passion and making conscious decisions that will get you closer to your dreams. He also talks about he he referenced this and this was a quote by William Jennings Bryan and the quote is destiny does not equal chance destiny equals choice just understanding that you have the choice. And the choice that you make will ultimately will ultimately de- determine where you end up. I think a lot of people like to point the finger at people and say that people are things or things are the reasons why they can't get to where they're going when in actuality, they have chosen not to follow their passion and they have chosen to follow bullshit, right? Um, in his book, he talks about how, I mean, the nigga was selling crack. The nigga was doing a bunch of crazy shit he shouldn't have been doing. But a lot of people go down that route. I've even talked to y'all about it. There was, for a long period of time, I was hanging with the bad crowd. Not even bad crowd. I was just hanging with people that weren't going to get me closer to my dreams. I was doing things that weren't going to get me closer to my dreams. Get, you know, stealing, getting involved in drugs. By God's grace, I never had to go to jail to learn lessons, but this nigga was in and out of jail before 18. Like, it's just understanding that you're responsible for the actions that you make and understanding that your actions do have consequences. And so if you realize that you have a choice it's in your best interest to make the best choices for yourself to get you closer to where it is that you want to go, right? Okay, I think that makes sense. Should make sense to y'all. Made pretty good sense to me. Um, I'm sitting here trying to think, is there any time that I have chosen... Like, I'm trying to think of a a particular instance that I can give you in my life where I chose procrastination or poison. But I think y'all have heard all the shitty stories and all the not shitty stories, but all the shitty things that I have done in my past. And that's a great reflection of that poison. And this is like the first time in my life I'm truly pursuing a passion and I'm getting great opportunities. I'm getting great opportunities and, and I'm just becoming a better version of myself because I'm dedicated to. Producing the best things, the best uh, content for my passion, right? And so everything that I do is geared towards making sure that I am doing something to get me closer to getting to where I want to get to. All right, boom, next. Principle number three fuck your dreams. This chapter is really about understanding that the truth may hurt, however, it is very helpful to hear, right? Um, so I'm trying to see what I wrote in these notes. You are the person you're talking to. Okay. So it doesn't benefit you or the person you're talking to if you sugarcoat shit. So it's just all about being honesty in this chapter. He also talks about, uh, telling people what they need to hear instead of what you think they want to hear. Charlamagne, the guy, was pursuing a career in rap. He thought that that was going to be his end-all, be-all. A lot of motherfuckers think that they're going to be rappers. A lot of motherfuckers think they're going to be a whole lot of shit, right? Somebody told him that he ain't have a career in rap because his rap sucked. Like, the nigga couldn't rap. And it was that they, that uh, had him redirect his attention to being a radio personality. I think in this chapter, he really just wants to make it a point to make sure that you're living your dreams or you're not living anybody else's dreams. Um, the only thing I would say about this one chapter, and I talked to y'all about it in one of my other podcasts, cause I remember, uh, reading it and being like, turned off by the fuck your dreams. Like, yeah, all right. Fuck your dreams. If they ain't your dreams, right? Fuck your dreams. If you try and shit that ain't really going to get you that, that ain't a part of your destiny. Right. But here's the thing for me. I always say, just try shit. Like he never would have known that rapping wasn't for him if he didn't try rapping. So I, the nigga didn't say this, but I'm saying this. I think you should just try whatever your heart is calling you to do right at a point in time I remember I was talking to a friend so try whatever your heart is calling you to do sorry and then if I mean along the way you'll figure out okay I like this I'm dedicated to this I'm not dedicated to this whatever 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 because y'all know I have tried so many things from selling hair to just being a youtuber to fucking fashion content here I am now fully walking in what it is that I was put on this earth to do I remember at a point in time, I was talking to a friend and we were going back and forth and she was like, I think I said, I think black kids should be encouraged to pursue the arts because where I come from, you know, my background is African. We're not encouraged to pursue the arts. I didn't realize that like a lot of black people feel like their only way out is through the entertainment industry, through sports. Right. And so I would always encourage people to Pursue whatever is satisfying them, but I do get that some people think that that's the only option. That's the only fucking route to success, and that's not the case. You can be that engineer. You can be that doctor. You can be that fucking occupational therapist. You can be that fucking uh, comedian. You can be whatever it is, but make sure that you really have a future in it, and you're not just doing it because that's what you think you have to do, right? I think that makes sense, Yeah. Just making sure you're doing what it is that you have to do. Cause I really did think, so y'all know, I really love fashion. We got to get into my outfit. We'll get into that at the end of the episode. Y'all know, I really love fashion. Right. And so, yeah, I get dressed, but the the fashion content for me was because I did it because I felt like that was the only thing that I could do to get closer to my goal. I didn't think that my voice alone was going to be able to grasp the attention of others. Um, Shout out to my girlfriend. I remember one day we were sitting, we were talking, and I was bummed out about like how one of my reels performed. My reels on Instagram performed. And she was like, have you ever thought that maybe fashion wasn't for you? And when I heard that, I was so... I was so dismayed to hear that, right? But that's what I needed to hear. She said it, and I thought to myself, how dare you tell me that this isn't for me? I can do whatever it is that I want to do. But her saying that also had me thinking, okay, what is it that I need to do? And I think, I mean, it wasn't, it was like weeks later that I decided to get into the 30 day challenge for podcasting. And that's when I decided to really go full force with my podcast. I needed to hear those words. Have you ever considered that maybe fashion isn't for you, that this isn't the route for you? And I'm glad that she said that because sometimes we can be so blinded by what we think we wanna do, what we think we need to do, that we're not really looking at what, it is that we were called to do on this earth, you know, um, that was the situation for me. And so in that moment, my girlfriend was like, fuck your dreams, fuck your dreams that you fuck your fake ass dreams. That's really what it is. Like, is this really your dream? My whole life I've wanted to do not necessarily podcasting, but have a talk show. And I pursue all these different avenues. Cause I think that's what I have to do because that's what Susie's doing. Like no Constance or whoever is listening. Make sure the dreams that you're living, the dreams that you're pursuing, the dreams that you're, ch- that you're chasing are your dreams, not your parents, not Susie's dreams, not whoever's like, do what you want to do. And sometimes it does take trying those things to, to figure out, okay, this ain't for me. Okay. Principle number four, there are no losses, only lessons. Give zero fucks about fucking losing and pay attention to the lesson from that quote unquote loss, right? Charlamagne got fired four times. I think that really resonated with me because John, I just recently was fired. And um, he makes a point in his book to say that like when you get fired, you know, take a day or two to, to get your mind right, to get over the emotions that you're feeling. But don't be hateful towards the company. Be grateful for the opportunity that the company gave you. And then also take time to assess why you lost your job, why you lost your house. I don't know why you lost whatever. For me, why I lost my job, right? so that in the future i don't do the same thing when granted another opportunity i truly do believe that if things don't work out for you it's because god has something greater plan for you right and so you need to pay attention to why something didn't work out y'all remember i told y'all i applied for that um that podcast program and they straight up and told me like, you didn't get in because your pitch wasn't that strong work on your pitch. Like take time to assess why you didn't, why you didn't get something, why you lost something, whatever, and work on that. Be prepared for the next chapter of your life. Um, and when you get these losses, don't stay in that negative mindset. It's really important to continue to believe that, The possibilities are endless for you, right? Don't sit in that, oh, I can't get anything. Oh, nothing's going to work out for me. Like, don't feed yourself negative shit. Uh, I have here written down that he said in the book, your plan for yourself may not be God's plan for you. And I definitely can resonate with that because God just always has a greater plan for us. And, and we'll think, like I said, we'll think we know what we need, but in reality, God knows exactly what we need. And when you're trying to fight and go back and forth with for God's divine direction, or in this book, Charlamagne refers to it as divine misdirection, you can bully yourself into shit that you just don't need to be in. Whether it's bullying yourself into depression because you're beating yourself up because you didn't get something, or whether it's bullying yourself into uh, an industry that wasn't meant for you. And now you're unhappy and 10, 15 years later, you're 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 depressed or trying to get back to the right place. Like, just be grateful for that rejection. Be grateful for that block. Be grateful for that loss because there is a lesson in it. Um, Ooh, another great thing that I got from this book. Never say I'm not ready when faced with an opportunity. When there is an opportunity, you take it and never tell anyone that you can't do it because the reality of it is how do you know that you can't do it if you've never done it there was a point in the book where Charlemagne was asked to do something and he rejected it because he said he couldn't do it when the reality of it was like nigga you ain't even tried it so how the fuck you know you can't do it um i've been offered a bunch of opportunities lately and they make me nervous they really do but i say yes to all of them because we'll fucking see if i fail i fail bitch but at least i fucking tried y'all know i don't play with that regret so i'd rather hop in the motherfucker do it Fuck it up and learn from the fuck up or excel at it and move on to the next stage. I have here written down, this is something that his uh, girlfriend at the time said to him. His girlfriend, not his wife, I believe. She said, God will plant a seed in your mind so you can fertilize it by constantly thinking about it and working towards it. When God plants something in your spirit, embrace where that energy takes you. Don't think about what you want to happen. Think about what will happen. Excuse me. Don't think about what won't happen. Think about what will happen because you are following a plan made by the creator. Uh, I really love all of that. <laughs> uh, I have noticed that there have been times in my life where like I'll see something and, or, or I'll read something or I hear something and I can't stop thinking about it. And and following that that sound, that direction, that intuition which is really God, it has led me to the next great stage in my life, you know, just as I talked about, um, that point in time where my girlfriend was like, fuck your dreams about the like asking me if fashion was really for me. It really had me sitting and thinking, is this fashion thing for me? Do I need to be following this route or can, or is there something better for me? And had we not had that discussion, like I said, I would have never taken the time to think about the 30 days and I would have never fucking been where I am today. And I love where I am today. Um, even with the whole LA thing, like I I told you guys, when I went to LA, I was, it was constantly on my mind, LA, LA, LA. I was seeing it everywhere from fucking license place to whatever. I think the real reason I was taken out there was to develop my character. A lot of what you guys see today, this evolution of me was because of the time period that I had in Los Angeles. And so I'm very forever grateful for it. Um, yeah okay i think y'all get it like god is in full control and when you allow god to be in full control you will see that life is just great it's so much easier when you allow god to just take over and navigate you through life because he is always planning these signs whether it's something you see on tv whether it's something you see on social media whether it's something you fucking see i don't know wherever however you hear it um one thing i always like to think about is that like god knows exactly how to speak to you because he knows us he knows our heart right so god may be talking to you through your sister and like for me gotta be talking to me through instagram or gotta be talking to me through my girlfriend like you never know i said instagram was like sometimes you be scrolling and you come across a post it's like how the fuck did i end up on this post but that post is that thing that plants that seed in your mind and i just constantly think about this thing and when you follow it you see where it gets you y'all get it i think y'all get it okay principle five put the weed in the bag this was a quote from belly right and I've actually never seen belly this uh this book makes a lot of hip-hop references black culture references I can fuck with it because it makes me feel like I'm a part of the culture even though y'all know I missed a big chunk of it um because of like my upbringing so I fuck with that it gave me a taste of things and I probably should take some time to watch belly because Put the weed in the bag with the hotline all right so put the weed in the bag um this was the official quote is learn how to put weed in the bag before learn how to put excuse me learn how to put weed in the bag then go get the money right Uh, all that is is like you got to start somewhere everybody wants to be at the top everybody wants to start getting paid everybody wants to like nobody wants to embark on the journey i've even talked to y'all about it there have been points in my t- points in my life where I have been rushing the process, not appreciating the process, not appreciating the, the, the starting point, not being humble. And so the put the weed in the bags and just like as a street reference, nigga, you think you about to be a motherfucking drug kingpin. Ain't no way until you learn the fucking basics and the basics are learning to put that shit in the bag, bag that shit up. Once you bag that shit up, then we can talk about your motherfucking post on the street. And then after we talk about your post on the street, then we can talk about how to fuck when the fuck you meet the plug type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yes, just understanding that success is excuse me, understanding that success is a process. There are no cheat codes, there are no hacks. You've got to go through your journey. Um and understanding that opportunity doesn't always come before money. And you won't recognize excuse me. A lot of people don't recognize that because they're looking for the paycheck. That's what I'm always talking to y'all about like. I think the biggest thing for me in this point of my life is also not chasing not chasing a check. And you know what's crazy? This is the first time in my life where I've been... Where I've uh, embarked on something where I haven't been chasing a check. And I think it's because this is my passion and I truly do enjoy it. Whenever I get in shit that I don't actually love, I find myself looking for money. Like when I was um heavy on the fashion content, my number one thought was... I'm not making content for a company until they pay me. And I didn't even have it in me to make free content. Because it's like, why the fuck would I do this? But every day a podcast and I don't get paid a penny and I don't cry about it because I love it but I also understand that right now I understand that I need to start somewhere and I'm okay with this process because I love it y'all pick your passion really do pick your passion um because if you don't, bitch, you picking poison or procrastination. And I'm sitting and I'm thinking about that. And it's like, you can really pick that motherfucking procrastination where you're just picking a whole bunch of other shit to avoid getting to, the, getting to your true passion because you're scared. Like, being directed by fear, all that shit can really slow your ass down and just put you in a position that doesn't get you closer to your dreams. But anyways... Put the weed in the fucking bag. Be comfortable with starting at the bottom and making your way to the top. Because by all means, you're going to make your way to the top, right? Do whatever you can do to get your foot in the door. A lot of people don't even think about the door. They're just thinking about the fucking, what's past the door? The fucking building. Like, how the fuck are you going to get into the building if your foot is in the door? You get me? Okay. Ooh. Principle six. Live your truth. Always live your truth. That way no one can use your truth against you. This whole podcast has been me living in my truth. Um, Y'all know about the whole phase. Y'all know about the LA. Y'all know about everything. The, 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 The premise of principle six is understanding that when you put out all your shit, There ain't no shit to take out of the closet. There ain't no skeletons left in your closet because you didn't air all them motherfuckers out. People are so weird and a lot of people do talk about the fact that they can't trust motherfuckers because motherfuckers are conniving and motherfuckers will use shit against you. People are fucking weird and people will try to use shit against you but how can they use something against you that you've already outed? You know? Um, At a point in time I never really understood why people would get on the internet and be like, oh my nail is broken or oh I don't have any makeup on but people are fucking weird. So if it If that's something that you know you're insecure about or you don't want anybody to have a leg up on you for, say that shit before they say it. Go on yourself before motherfuckers can go on yourself. It's like in fucking 8 Mile where Eminem exposes all the shit that he knows. At the other excuse me that the other nigga is going to say about him before the other nigga says it so by the time the other nigga is getting ready to rap it's like nigga I don't say everything you're gonna say so your jokes is cut you can't say shit you get it. When you're completely honest with yourself about yourself you won't give a fuck about what anyone has to say about you that's what Charlamagne the guy said and I think that that is a true point. When you're real with yourself about yourself, it's like anybody can say anything about me. Like, I could meet someone today They could be like, Constance, you remember when you was a hoe? And it's like, yes, bitch, I was a fucking hoe. Second dick, doing shit that I shouldn't have been doing, but and what? And what, and what, and what? Like, and what? I was, but I ain't no more. And, bitch, if I am still one, who the fuck cares? Because I fucking put that shit out. Like, when I was younger, I used to always tell people whenever I, po- I talk to y'all about like the racy photos that I will post I will always say you can't expose me because I'm exposing myself and even though this version of me don't really fuck with the pictures I was posting the reality of it is nobody could really come to school and say oh Constance look at this because I put the shit out there I told y'all they gave me the whole word they took like all those pictures that I posted and tried to like expose me but it didn't really last that long because I put those pictures out there myself it would be different if I was like Sending them to Joey and then Joey blasted the shit. But like, nah, these pictures, you went to the internet on my page and collected all these pictures. So what you thought she was doing, you really wasn't doing. I was able to get over it faster than somebody that like was doing it in secret. You know what I'm saying? Probably not the best example, but si- similar to it, just just be real and raw with yourself. And the whole point of really being real and raw with yourself is so that you can give zero fucks. So that you don't give a fuck about what anyone has to say because bitch, I done already said it. You get it? This is another thing that I thought was a really good takeaway point. (sighs) Even though you can't always control your exterior appearance, you can always control how you come off to other people. So if you're ever feeling ugly, ask yourself, what is my however? And the however is like, what else is there about you outside of your looks? I'm really big on finding ways to feel good about myself outside of my looks. Like Susie could think I'm ugly. I give zero fucks and fuck Susie thinking I'm ugly. Let's say I feel, I wake up one day and I'm like, Oh my God, Constance, you are so ugly. Who cares if I'm ugly? Cause bitch, I'm a still podcast today. And I've been podcasting every day for the past, however many fucking days. I got a great personality. I'm beautiful on the inside. I am a strong, intelligent woman. You know, there are other things about us that make us dope individuals. Fuck your looks. People going to talk about your looks. People ain't going to like your looks. It's whatever. Like, Looks are so subjective and looks are so superficial. That's not even something that you should be um, wasting your, your efforts worried about. Who cares what other people think about the way you look? You know, you can't really control how a person, what a person thinks about your looks, but you can control how you are perceived. What you offer to the world. Ask out of your looks. And if you don't know what else, what that is in this moment. You need to start developing it. Working on it. Thinking about it. If you a great cook. He's, this is what Charlamagne the guy was saying. If you a great cook. Showcase your cooking. If you a great artist. A great painter. Showcase your art. If you're an exercise enthusi- enthusiast. Showcase your motherfucking ripped body. And in how many reps you can do. I don't know. Just think about that. What, that uh, however. Excuse me. Don't focus too much on the looks. All right, we're gonna run a brief intermission. We'll come back. We'll finish the principles in the book, and then we'll end today's show. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in. All right, two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again. The number is two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. Principle number seven, give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. All right, knowledge is infinite. There is no limit to the, to the amount of knowledge that you can learn. If you think you're the smartest person in the room, and these are all Shalem the God's words, if you think you're the smartest person in the room, then you have been in that room for too long. Check your circle. If your circle ain't elevating at the level you elevating, you need new friends. We ain't got to ditch the friends you got, but you need to start surrounding yourself with people that can feed and pour knowledge into you. There's something that I'm definitely trying to do right now in my life. Uh Love my friends. I talked y'all about it too. love my friends. I just feel like I'm looking for. little bit more especially as it relates to like the industry that I'm tapping into um I feel like my network and my connection to people in the industry that I'm tapping into is very limited limited excuse me and so that being said I feel like my knowledge in the industry is very limited so I would love to meet people that can just pour into me and teach me things um yeah. So y'all check your friends. Like if y'all still talking about the same shit y'all was talking about when you were in high school, get it together. You ain't like I said, you ain't got to ditch them friends, but find you some new friends. It's cool to have that balance. But the people you hang around should be elevating at the same speed you elevating at, or they should be, if not even at the same speed you elevating at, they should be smarter than you. Like you should have some people that are more knowledgeable and shit around you than yourself for sure. Most definitely. Um, speaking about knowledge Another thing that he talks about is being able to learn Being willing to learn Being receptive to new things And being coachable Like humble yourself and open your ears Heart and mind to receive new information From other people Don't dog out the old man That's trying to spit game to you Because of how they dress or Because of how they look or Because you think you know more Just zip your lips and listen And take in what they're saying Because they might be able to spit some real shit to you you know uh, don't be dismissive of anybody trying to give you knowledge don't think that you know more than them just take some time to listen to it and then after you listen to it you know you can give it some discernment but i think just be open to learning new shit um and definitely be coachable definitely be coachable when someone's trying to teach you something just be receptive of it And don't be afraid to ask questions. That's one thing I pride myself on. If I don't understand some shit, I'm gonna raise my hand and I'm gonna ask questions. I talked to y'all about how when I did the pole dancing, I was a little upset with myself because in that uh, class that I went to, I wasn't like raising my hand. That is so not like me. I wasn't asking the questions. I am the person that's typically excuse me, can we go over this, can we go over this, can we go over this, to the point where, like, you might get annoyed with me because I need to know, I need to understand. But I would rather walk away knowing and you be annoyed with me than me having a big old fucking question mark on my brain and going home trying to figure it out myself. Like, that's so not my style. When I was in high school, um, I think it was, like, ninth through – I think it was, like, ninth and tenth grade, I was so – Last of days ago, with work, I didn't care about the work that I was doing. I didn't want to care about the work that I was doing. And I was so embarrassed to raise my hand and ask questions because I actually remembered I had raised my hand in an algebra. What was it? Algebra 2 class. I raised my hand, whatever class it was. And I was like, excuse me, I don't understand. And the teacher said back to me, well, you should have learned this last year. And so that made me like so fucking. That made me feel so fucking stupid. Not only stupid, but it also made me hesitant to want to ask questions and so I failed that class um I ended up going to summer school and I did really good in the class in summer school because I took it upon myself to get back into the habit of asking questions and so after that point I told myself like it doesn't matter if the teacher doesn't want to answer the questions I still gotta ask um so that was just a lesson that I took I learned that lesson like back in high school if you got a question ask the question because the difference between you passing the difference between you doing well in something and doing poorly in something is you knowing the information to get the job done correctly right so you need to or not you need to but just don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to learn more just be receptive of knowledge if fuck that teacher that told me i should have knew that shit last year bitch teach because that's your fucking job okay Oh, this is another good point. Remain open in your relationship with the world. So open to making new friends, open to working with new people, open to new co-workers, open to new relationships, just allow different people into your life. I think one of the things that this book has taught me is to be open minded and, and not afraid to be in spaces with people that don't look like me, that don't come from the same backgrounds. Like you learn so much from different people. Um, y'all know I come from an African background, even having like my African-American friends. I had some Latino friends. I had some white friends. I learned a lot from them. Um, I learned so much from them just hanging out with them. And so I'm glad that I had that opportunity in my youth. It's so, like now I'm really not afraid to mix and mingle with different people. I don't care about that sexuality. I don't care about anything. Um, I think the fact that me and someone else might have different backgrounds is enough of an incentive for me to want to get to know them and to want to learn from them because they can tell me something about life that I never would have known coming from their perspective I think with anyone I think one thing that I'm really learning in life is that like we're all going through the same things I'm excuse me we're all experiencing life and we are all experiencing life through a different lens and so my story and my point of view was no better than your story and your point of view that's another thing that I learned I not learned but like I took away from the book the four agreements like everyone's opinions, everyone's thoughts is just something that they've gathered from their own life experiences. And so again, no one's opinions and thoughts or beliefs is better than anyone else's because we're all just speaking from what we know. And so when we take all of the things that when we listen to Susie talk, we listen to Joe talk, we listen to Constance talk, we get to hear all of these different perspectives and it can feed us with just more knowledge. I think knowledge is power. The more you know, the better. So don't be afraid to connecting with people that don't look like you connecting with people that don't come from the same walk of life. Um, Recently I got the, I met somebody and um, she invited me to her house. I got to meet her mom. She's the African, they're Africans. um, But the thing that stood out to me was like the relationship between her and her mom. And I remember coming home and just being so fascinated with the dynamic of the mother daughter relationship in comparison to the mother daughter into the comparison of the mother daughter relationship that i had with my mom i thought the relationship i had with my mom was a very african thing i thought all africans could relate and so to see that it wasn't an african thing it was really just the annan thing was was eye-opening right and i appreciated that experience i think it's just great to get out explore and just learn more meet different people don't be afraid to connect with other people right um yeah All right, we're on to principle number eight. This is the last principle in the book. Access your black privilege regardless of any systems set to oppress you. Excuse me. Access your black privilege regardless of any systems set to oppress me. God designed me to win. I think that is something that I have always felt too. Like, don't get me wrong. I get on here and i be talking about race, white people, black people. But at the end of the day, systemic racism and all that shit that's set to bring us down has never been... Like, it has never stopped me from pursuing anything. One of the messages my dad instilled in me from my youth is to never blame the white man. And so all my life, I've gone about life feeling like I can do whatever I want to do. And then if I don't do it, it's not the white man's fault. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm very blessed to have grown up with that mindset. I have never felt like I couldn't complete shit in life because of white people. Like, that has never been my thought process. But it is a lot of black people's thought process because that is... uh what we're taught to believe reality is and that's just not the case yeah there are systems in place that may make it harder for us or let me say that may make it easier for a white person but at the end of the day god designed you god created you god has a plan for you and god's plan is greater than anybody's plan so never feel like you are less than because of the color of your skin um i always boast in being god's chosen one i really do walk in that and bask in that And I understand that if God put me on this earth and if God has a plan for me, nothing else that anyone says can shake or deter me from accessing what it is that God has set for me. And I think that it is really important that all black people understand that. I think the title of this book is so powerful because we're constantly exposed to the concept of white privilege. It's embedded in our brains from childhood, right? And so we really begin to believe that if we don't have white privilege, we cannot succeed in this life. But the reality of it is, if you got your fucking arms and your legs, bitch, you got more privilege than the amputee. If you have your sanity, then you have more privilege than the crackhead without his. Right? People brag about fucking pretty privilege and all this other shit. Bitch, you can you can pull some privilege out your fucking ass if you want to be grateful, operate from a place of gratitude and understand that God chose you and put you on this earth and you do have a purpose. There is something great in this life destined for you, greater than you can ever even imagine. And if you allow yourself to believe elsewise simply because of the color of your skin, you are doing yourself a disservice. Right. So what do we talk about in the beginning? Understanding that your geographical geographical location is not going to be your final destination that goes for like where you're from geographically, like state and city that goes for like, uh, your fucking household, whatever it is. Okay. You can come from like two crackhead parents and still thrive. I mean, my parents ain't crackheads, but I got a taxi driver as a dad and a hairdresser as a mom both came here not really knowing the language and look at me, nothing, you know, your current situation just doesn't define anything. What Susie says about you just doesn't fucking define you. God has the final say. God has created you and you are destined for greatness. Okay. So tap into that privilege that you have. Be grateful, have some gratitude and know that there is something out there for you. Um, the, this is what Charlemagne the God said. The only way I can lose is if I allow myself as a black man to believe that America is structured to make me feel inferior. Every man and everyone is equal in the eyes of God. We each have our own unique privileges. It's just up to us to unlock them. Um, Self-awareness is important. Understanding that you have the power to do whatever it is that you want to do if it falls in line with god's plan for you so tap into that i think this was a great book again i don't think you need to be in the entertainment industry to take away from this book as you guys can see there have been many gems that i have dropped for you guys in these 38 minutes i hope you guys i really hope you guys read the book i think it's a great book you get to see the evolution of a crack dilla to a fucking radio personality and he's doing well in the career that he's in if you are one of those people that feel like you can't make it because of your circumstance to see his transformation is just eye-opening and a reminder that you can most definitely do it so the subtitle of this book is opportunity comes to those who It." that nigga did not sit and cry about his current situation um hip-hop rap and books allowed him to believe that he could achieve more and he has taken all of that knowledge and all of his experience and put it into this book. And I think it's, it's a great read for anybody. I feel like it's one of those books that honestly, I reread it this way. I re listened to it this morning. I listened to it this morning, like two times speed, like 2.9 times speed. When I was reading it the first time, I didn't even think to take notes simply because he did such a good job of setting the scene for me. I felt like I was in Charleston, South Carolina, with Charlemagne the God going through all the things with him, I felt like I was his fucking best friend, walking alongside him, just watching everything happen. I loved it. The book was it. It was witty. It was it was raw. It was real. It was good. It was good. I never in a million years would have thought that I have anything in common with Charlemagne the God. I never in a million years would have thought that I could relate to him or that he could relate to me. But in reading this book, I again am reminded that a lot of us. Can relate to one another. And if you keep yourself closed off. And in a box. And you refrain from. uh, Engaging. With others. That come from different backgrounds as you. Or if you refrain from. (sighs) Broadening your horizons. And listening to. Or reading from people that. Live different lives than you. You are. I don't even remember what I was going to say. You did. Read the book. Okay, read the fucking book. I was lost, but it's a good read. I love the read. Um, we're going to get into today's outfit, and then we're going to end today's show. No advice, column submission for today, guys. No. Well, we'll, we'll do a Let's Get deep just because they're right there. Okay, so let's get into the outfit. Cute glasses, silver jewelry, white cardigan that I just tied, these jeans. I actually painted the design on these jeans myself. I said I was going to finish the painting, but I never got to finishing it because that's just me. Maybe one day, maybe Sunday. I'm thinking about doing another, like, DIY design. I really, I have some boots that I bought that I really want to freak. I don't know how I want to freak them, though. I've been sitting and thinking, like, what can I come up with? In my free time, you guys, I do get into a little bit of ice and crafts. But, yeah, I made these jeans myself. I got white boots on, and I just look really cute. Tap into the YouTube to see the full fit. Um, yeah, it's a really sexy look. And I slicked my hair. Now, I did my hair this morning. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm okay let's get into uh, let's get deep real quick and then we're in today's episode i'm recording really late i'm gonna try to get this episode up but i'm trying to get it up soon but we know how that goes fridays are always late drops so shout out to you if you're watching when this drops describe the last time you shared a passionate kiss with your partner honestly because we don't see each other often whenever we first see each other it's like a nice warm passionate loving kiss like I said, I'm not like a big like a maker outer. Like I'm not like, oh my God, let's make out. But just to see her again after not seeing her for months, you can't help but to just embrace one another and just kiss and hug and just show love and affection in all the ways that you can think and imagine because um our time together is so valuable and precious since we aren't together all the time. So shout out to you guys. That are not in long distance relationships. And that is something to also keep in mind. Don't take for granted your partner. Show them love. Because some of us don't get to see our partners every damn day. And shout out to the ones that are in the long distance relationships. Because I don't know how we do it. That's the end of today's show. I hope y'all loved it. I hope y'all liked it. Leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you are listening you made it this far. Please, please, please do that for me. Um, follow me on Instagram at ConstanceThePod. Follow me on TikTok at pod. Follow my personal pages at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Twitter, I'm everywhere. Follow me. I'm sitting here trying to think, what else do I need you to say, honey? Or what else do I need you to do, honey? I need you guys to screenshot this post on Instagram story. Let me know you made it this far. What else? Child, I don't know. Oh, you guys, don't forget, if you want your music featured on this show... DM it to me or email it to me, ConstanceThePodcast at gmail.com, and we'll have it play here on the show with some honest feedback slash criticism. Um, what else? Y'all know what to do. All the instructions are down below in the description bar, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're watching on Whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and don't forget that this is a visual podcast, so you can watch me on YouTube. You can also listen to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever it is. Just search me. You will find me. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.